0: Borough President, thank you for joining us here on WBAI. So you've been acting Borough President since January 1st when your predecessor began her work as Queen's DA, and at a time when our borough and our country are now facing unprecedented challenges. How are you holding up?
1: I'm holding up as well as can be. Uh, there's been a lot of work, um, but I made a commitment, and I fully intend to keep that commitment, which is to serve yeah and represent the people of Queens to the best of my ability, and for as long as necessary.
0: And how has the borough been adjusting to this? Because, you know, I'm a Queens resident, I see what's going on on a daily basis. There is a lot of concern and fear, but I also see a lot of people out there exercising and walking around, keeping their distance from each other. What's been some of the things that you've seen and heard?
1: Well, we've been hearing a lot of fear uh, and concern. Um, and so a lot of the message that we're getting out there is that it's important to stay calm and it's important to, to stay nimble. Uh, flexibility is really the name of the game right now. And if uh, folks haven't already, uh, we are urging everyone. Everyone's probably heard the governor's um, uh, order uh, that everyone to stay at home uh, or to – to it's it's safest at home – um, also known as the San Francisco model, uh, if you are not an essential worker. Uh, we're talking about uh, certainly on a countywide level, you know, we're trying to keep people away from the hospitals, people away from the doctor's offices, people away from urgent care, any uh, any areas that we anticipate um, an exponential uh, rise that we are already experiencing, um, but also are, is going to be continuing a number of uh, at least for a number of weeks um, and very likely uh, well into the next couple of months Um, and so my office has been working uh, around the clock uh, to activate some mobile health units we're trying to get that up and running we're also we're also seeing some concerns about the sustainability of uh, of supplies um, namely kind of the immediate uh, our food uh, is food and so we are planning for and working with various partners Um, to coordinate food drops uh, with community partners and organizations that already have the infrastructure um, in terms of getting materials into homes as opposed to creating situations where, you know, there are long lines that I saw uh, around pantries. I'm seeing lines at hospitals, and that's something that we're trying to uh, avoid. Um, I think it's a little bit too late to present, but certainly to avoid um, and also to help mitigate. And a lot of that means you have to think more creatively about getting supplies, getting services uh, to people in different ways.
0: And how has this impacted your office and how your office operates?
1: My office is continuing to operate. Oh, we are open. The vast majority um the vast majority of my staff uh, are working remotely. Uh, I activated that a week ago, so last weekend, uh, activated the telework policy. Uh, this past week, um, beginning March 17th, we required all so-called non-essential, and by essential, I mean non-essential, I mean folks who, you know, we have a couple of folks who need to be in the office, right? I don't want it to be completely abandoned. We are, after all, located at Queensborough Hall um and so we have a sort of a skeletal physical crew um there at uh at my office um but the vast majority of operations and services are continuing um continuing re- remotely
0: and you were you were out there very early urging the mayor to or urging parents to keep their kids home from school before the mayor went ahead and shut down the schools how have you? How would you describe the way that the mayoral administration has handled this crisis?
1: I will say, Jeff, that I think the mayor and the governor and their teams uh, have an unenviable job, um, and I think certainly also uh, first responders, frontline workers, essential workers, all have very unenviable jobs, especially in a moment like this um, where there's where there's a lot of concern about your own health, um, but also trying to stay ahead of the curve. You know, we here in New York, the advantage that we have, in a sense, is that we can see the trajectory. Uh, We've known the trajectory for at least a couple of weeks now, Um, whether it be from all around the globe, you know, parts of Asia are about two, three, four months ahead of us, uh, parts of Europe, are about two, maybe one or two months ahead of us. Um, other parts of the country, uh, across the country, on the west coast, they're, they're probably a couple of weeks ahead of us. At this rate, we've kind of caught up um, because the, the 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 rise in the uh, uh, in the pace or the rate, um, uh, the development of this of this virus, um, and the and the pandemic, and so we can see what 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 works what no doesn't work and we have that advantage in the sense for ourselves in protecting ourselves and really time is time is just a luxury that we cannot afford we're working against time um, and so and we are racing we've been erasing racing against time an option that is available to us today may not be available to us tomorrow right and so part of the call that we've seen in the in the past week uh, some of the concerns about uh, supply um, PPEs or personal protective equipment things like masks and gloves and protective gowns um and so there's been a, a wide call and an urge uh, in the past couple of days and i believe it's been activated before uh the president of the united states to activate the uh the defense the defense production act um because there's a global supply run uh that that is uh that 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 is vulnerable uh, that has been strained significantly um and some of those sources are not uh, as as reliable or as fully supplied in terms of what we are projecting over the next uh weeks and months um and so uh, i know that on a citywide and a statewide level there's been discussions about activating um activating more of the production very locally uh because it is a race against time and if we want to be prepared for what we will need two weeks from now two months from now we need to start and act now
0: so we talked about the mayor and the governor you just touched on the president how would you characterize the way the presidential administration has handled this but also some of the words we've been hearing coming out of the white house particularly from the president himself
1: i think words matter i think words critically matter certainly in crises you know the the rule of crisis management is communication and whether that's the accuracy the precision um, words matter Uh, even in you know one example is um, the difference between shelter in place or stay at home people have different uh, people different people interpret different things with certain words and words can provoke whether it be panic uh words can inflame whether it be racism and xenophobia. Uh so words definitely matter. Um speaking of the president of the United States, uh you know he's been rather um he's used the term uh, there's a misnomer uh, uh the chi- a Chinese virus and I think that's a deeply consequential Misnomer, right? It's it's really COVID nineteen um, is the actual disease um, that results in a coronavirus uh, and the current coronavirus that we are uh, seeing uh, spreading in the various strains of that virus spreading around the um, around the globe. But COVID nineteen gives gives no one no one license to target and to harass uh, and to attack or to assault anyone. But we're seeing that increasingly. Um, in our city, uh, and even Queens, you know, we call ourselves the world's borough, but we are not immune to that uh, uh, either. And words like, and misnomers, I should say, misnomers like Chinese virus, provoke exactly that, right? That it it, it emboldens discrimination, it, uh, harassment, um, targeting of many Americans, um, it, calling it. Choosing to and whether it's deliberate, which I believe it is, on the part of the president of the United States uh, to call it a Chinese virus instead of a more accurate term, and when we're talking about the the necessity for precise and accurate um, words and communications in times of crises, the term Chinese virus inflames latent racism, (laughs) um, empowers xenophobia uh it resurrects this yellow peril perception um that, that endangered even Americans, um, including American citizens myself. Um and it it's it's unfortunate. it's more than just unfortunate, it's consequential. And it's rather short sighted because this is a this is a shared war against a pandemic, a global pandemic. Um, And we are all, we are all as a humanity, we are racing against time uh, to stem the tide of COVID-19, to flatten curves as much as possible, as aggressively as possible. And triggering a war of words is the absolute last thing we need.
0: So you were only supposed to be in this job for a few months after your predecessor uh, moved over to become the Queen's District Attorney's Office. Obviously, your tenure is now going to be extended because the uh, special election that was supposed to be held uh, this week uh, has been postponed. What do you hope to achieve during your now longer tenure?
1: So, if I may be candid, Jeff, you know, when my limited tenure was supposed to be under 100 days, <laughs> in basically the Q1 of 2020. I had a short list of things I wanted to do. Um, things like implementing a, um, a, a more fair paid parental leave policy um, for the Queensborough president's office uh, and hoping to trigger kind of a, a larger discussion on the citywide level. Um, things like making a key investment, uh, especially capital investments um, and, and various other sort of priorities that I wanted to get done in a very, very short amount of time. But in light of the, uh, in light of the situation uh of covid nineteen and it has, it has been rapidly evolving and developing over the last few weeks um those priorities uh, those priority shift and um it's uh frankly it's 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 hard to tell you like a laundry list of things I'd like to do um over the next you know however long indeterminate amount of time that I am here serving in this capacity um but my priority right now is to make sure that Queensborough, the Queensborough President's Office remains open, functional, responsive, um, and in many ways, uh, in, as, in, in as many ways as possible, uh, getting services to areas of Queens that may not be getting it, um, that may not have already been, that may have already been underserved in a regular time period, but in times of crises, those um gaps and those disparities, and that gets augmented um uh multiple fold right um everything gets compounded or magnified uh and so my sole priority is to keep the borough as steady as possible as we navigate those um and it will be not done alone, it will not be done with just my team. Um, in the office but it will be in full partnership with various electives but certainly also uh, the service providers the frontline workers uh, doing everything everything possible to get the frontline workers what they need um, and also the more vulnerable populations what they need as we as we head into um, an indeterminate amount of time of of, uh, of, of what's essentially a stay-at-home policy. Um I will say though that I am I am optimistic. I do believe that we will get out of this. Um, it's a matter of how we handle this situation um, for the next couple of months. I think this time next year we will be in a different place. I am hoping that we are in a different place. And we will look back on this and we will we will see how we can rise to the occasion. Um, and how we can better prioritize the resources of our city and our state, um, because we will, because where the deficiencies are will be magnified. Um, and so that's something that we can talk about uh, much later this year, if not this time next year. I do see, I do see us coming out of this, um, but it is certainly all hands on deck, round the clock, um, making sure that we handle this crisis and we stay ahead of the curve and we do everything possible to flatten the curve.
0: And as I wrap up, how can people find out more information about your office and get in contact?
1: We encourage everyone to come to uh, www.queensbp.org. That's Queens B as in borough and P as in president.org. You can also call 718-286-3000 or email info at queensbp.org. We're also online um, on Facebook and Twitter, QueensBP2020. And I hope everyone does everything possible, and truly, uh, if you haven't already, we are urging everyone to stay at home. Stay at home for this upcoming week. Plan to stay at home as much as you can, If you are an essential worker, unless you're an essential worker, stay at home.
0: Queensborough President Sharon Lee, thank you for joining me here on WBAI Today.